Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. Hi again, everyone, and welcome back to Dirty Martin's Place. I'm Ed Clements, and this is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio, proudly brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman Attorneys at Law. Covert in Bastrop rocks in the guys. Closed today, but they'll be open tomorrow morning on Super Sunday at 11 a.m. Plains Capital Bank for all your banking needs. Check with our buddy Paul Hollyback and Plains Capital Bank. Pokey Joe's Barbecue, wonderful Texas barbecue locations throughout Austin and Central Texas. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road for all your needs in Longhorn gear. Delaware Subs, no baloney there. Two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow, the final Sunday football two-for-one cheesesteaks and by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Ben, uh, hello again. Scotty continues to be with us on this Saturday evening. Uh, needless to say, it is Super Bowl weekend. Tomorrow, Super Bowl number 58, the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And the latest, I guess, Ben, San Francisco still favored by a point and a half. Yeah, still a point and a half. Um, Nothing's over, changed. Over under 47. Over 47. Nothing has changed. No no injuries, no no breakups. So it's going to stick where it is right now. But we are, you know, 22 hours away from the big game, as they call it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they allow a lot of, like, the national media to say the Super Bowl, right? Oh, you can say the Super Bowl. You can, oh, sure you can. You just can't say that as that guy with a big voice when he says, let's get ready to rumble. You can't say that on the radio. You say um, Super Bowl as it, much as you want. Yeah. It's exciting. It's sad. Last game of the year. It's going to be a very good one. We have... Mr. Irrelevant versus uh, potentially the greatest of all time. Yeah. A lot of storylines. I want to get into some props. Scotty has some Super Bowl trivia for us. Um, But, you know, it's going to be a great game. A lot of people wanted to see uh, the opposite. A lot of people wanted Lions and Ravens. But I think this right here is a marquee matchup for the season. I think it is, too. And I think uh, if you would have told me a month ago, that it would be Kansas City. I'd, I'd sort of laughed at you, or maybe two months ago, because mm-hmm. I remember on Christmas Day when Kansas City got beat at home to the Las Vegas Raiders, they're throwing helmets. Travis Kelsey's mad. Yep. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is yelling at people. Uh, the wide receiver with three names is not catching passes. But let me tell you what, Kansas City has gotten hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this right now, I picked Kansas City to win, fellas, because of two reasons. Patrick Mahomes, but most importantly, Andy Reid, the yep. veteran coach. This is not his first rodeo. Give him two weeks to game plan. With all respect to Kyle Shanahan, the former Longhorn wide receiver, I like Kansas City. I may be wrong. I, too, Ben, think it's going to be a very, very tight, terrific game. Scotty, your thoughts uh, beginning of the show. Well, my, I'll say this. My favorite prop bet, and Ben's going to talk about his favorites, mm-hmm. my favorite prop bet is overtime. Nine yeah. to one to go into overtime. Wow! And uh, man, if I was in Vegas, I'd put a hundred bucks on that. Yeah. I think that's a. It's going to be close. I think it's going to be close I really too. I can't so. imagine a blowout. The only way it's a blowout if somebody gets hurt, uh, if somebody like Kelsey or some big star for the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I just can't imagine this thing to be in a blowout. It, you know, it's got well, a lot of people think that the, the point spread is opposite of what it should be, yeah. including the greatest gambler of all times, and I'm not talking about Jimmy the Greek. I'm talking about Billy Walters. Why? And he said that he's placing his bet, he said it'll be small this year, on Kansas City. He thinks they should have been favored by two and a half instead of dogs by two and a half. A small bet, by the way, for Billy Walters. He said it'll be half a million or a million. 
it's at wow. this point, uh, it's really tough. I don't know how you can bet against Patrick Mahomes. This is a Chiefs team. Well, they're coming in winning five straight. That's including beating the Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Bills. That's three boom, pretty, boom, boom. pretty stellar teams. I don't know how you bet against them. But opposite side, you look at the 49ers, look at their personnel on offense alone. You got Mr. Irrelevant, who's who's proving that he's not so irrelevant. Then you got Debo Samuel, the dual threat, running back receiver. Christian McCaffrey, the best running back in the NFL. You have George Kittle, maybe the best tight end, and I'll say it. Maybe the best tight end because he can catch and he can block better than anybody in the NFL. You have uh, Brandon Ayuk, who has been a dynamite of a receiver. I don't know how... You can bet against the 49ers, too. I can bet against the 49ers because I remember two weeks ago when the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. should have defeated the 49ers in San Francisco. I remember two weeks ago when the Detroit Lions had a 17-point lead at one time, and that's when Dan Campbell went goo-goo with his play calling and they started dropping passes. San Francisco has looked vulnerable, and we saw Green Bay run on them. We saw Detroit run on them. And I believe we're going to see Pacheco running against them tomorrow. I would agree with you if they had an Aaron Rodgers or a Lamar Jackson or a Patrick Mahomes or a Tua or a Jared Goff. But they have Mr. Irrelevant. They have Brock Purdy. They have Lee Harvey he's Oswald's not, he's not, that's, that's the stupidest and that's stupid. You know, the, the Super Bowl media stuff is Did so stupid. Did you see stupid. that, Scotty? It's so stupid. A member of the media said, hey, Brock, there's a lot of play on social media. You look like Lee Harvey Oswald, the assassin of John Kennedy. These The media members, they have too much too time much. with the players, so they ask them those yeah. ridiculous questions. It, it's like it's the sad part is he does sort of look no, like No, he doesn't. Yes, he, he does. does. No, he does. Well, he does. He looks like it, a basic white man. Except that Lee Harvey Oswald was about 5'8". Yeah, five seven. He the was fact a that y'all are guy, wasn't he? entertaining this <laughs> comparison is absurd. It is okay, but well, I, I back to that. They had Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, Mister Relevance, not supposed to be able to bring his team back from the dead in a conference championship or the playoffs, but he did. He did. Yeah, they were getting killed by the Lions. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be able to have that major comeback, but he did. That is why I'm confident in the 49ers. Wow. Even, even if they get down to a, a two or three touchdown deficit, I believe in Brock Purdy. God help him. If this is a tie ball game at halftime, I might live bet him to win by three touchdowns. That's how good wow. the 49ers are. Wow. And they have something the Chiefs do not have. And this is no disrespect to Pacheco, but they have a top-tier running game. Something that the Chiefs, when times get tough, they're not going to rely on their running back. They're going to rely on that quarterback. And what have we seen from the Chiefs all season long? Bad receiver play. Except for the last three weeks. They've had good receiver play. It's been play. an anomaly. They've had good receiver we play. We saw Travis Kelsey two weeks ago have a career game. We did. I, I don't expect Travis Kelsey, even though I have a couple props on him, I like a couple props on him, I think he's going to be the most guarded man on the face of the earth, more than the president of the United States tomorrow night. If, I don't, if he is, that's going to open somebody else. It will, but what have we seen from the Chiefs this year? Unreliable receivers. I just I like the way the 49ers match up against the Chiefs. I think all this cockiness that we've seen and arrogance that has been displayed from the Chiefs all this year, which is something we're not used to out of Mahomes and Andy Reid, it's going to be 
front and center tomorrow. I have not seen any cockiness or arrogance. Where have you seen that? Uh, remember remember seen Mahomes that. after that the against the against the Bills when they had that throwback that got called back. It was as if the Chiefs expected them to have that call thrown away because mm. they're the Chiefs. And they're temper tantrums okay, I, all year I, long. I, well, they've had temper tantrums all year long. Yeah. Now, I had the opportunity to visit with former Longhorn quarterback and now Indianapolis backup Sam Ellinger today at the mm-hmm. game, and I said, what do you think about the Super Bowl? He said he likes Kansas City yeah. because he dislikes Mahomes better than Brock Purdy. And we talked, and I said, have you ever thought about if you would have been at San Francisco because – I believe, and this is not blowing smoke, Sam. I said, I believe you're a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. And he said, yeah, I've thought about that, the situation he's in where he has such a great supporting yeah. cast and all the pressure's not on Brock Purdy. The thing that I like about Brock Purdy from last week, Scotty, you talked about that, and you did too, his ability to run the ball when he had to in the second half against Detroit. I think he had six rushes maybe in that game, and they were all very important. For 55 now, yards. Yeah. And that it, at crunch time, third downs. Yeah, and so that was a that was a big deal. Now, granted, the 49ers got a couple of lucky breaks yeah. with the pass that came off the defensive back's helmet near touchdown, yeah. and then the awful calls not to take field goals uh, by Campbell, Detroit coach. Mm-hmm. That was the yeah, 49ers could easily not be here, but then again, Kansas City escaped Buffalo because sure their did. kicker missed a tying field goal mm-hmm. there towards the end of the and game. And they had a fumble late in the game, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't deny The 49ers, I think, outweigh the Chiefs in almost every aspect of the game except three really three big components. That is quarterback, that is head coach, and that is experience. Those are three pretty big things there, I know Sonny that. Boy. Yeah. You know, Pop, I realize They're that. The, most important. the coach can't he can't catch the ball or run the ball. You've never experience seen him play. is not a physical being that's going to catch the ball or run the ball or tackle the ball. The only ex- physical experience, the only physical player that can beat the 49ers is Patrick Mahomes. The 49ers are a they've been a solid team all year long and I think defensively and offensively they outweigh the Chiefs. What about your thoughts? 512-836-0590. We're going to open phone lines. Uh, We're going to talk some prop bets. We're going to talk Super Bowl history. If you'd like to talk about your thoughts about the Super Bowl, I I think you said the three three reasons why Kansas City's going to win. Experience, Mahomes, and Andy Reid. I think you're way off base. I I don't. Remember also, I'm defending my pick from August 30th when I said the 49ers would win the Super Bowl. You did. You did that right here at Dirty Martin's place. I'll so. die on this hill. You'll die on this they hill. They will win tomorrow. That's right. We're in the back room <laughs> of Dirty Martin's. Uh, let's get you up to date on basketball. Kansas has a six-point lead over Baylor at halftime. 34-28. Oklahoma uh, just started with Oklahoma State. Oklahoma leads 42. Earlier today, the Longhorns wallop West Virginia. Their best game of the year, I thought. 94-58. Dylan DeSue, 27 points. Also earlier today, Texas Tech held on against Pesky uh, Central Florida, 66-59. Iowa State, that's two good wins for Iowa State this week. They defeated the Longhorns earlier this week, and they got by a T-shoe today, 71-59. Houston over Cincinnati, 67-62. Later tonight, K-State at BYU. Longhorns off the rest of the week. They'll play a week from today in Houston against the Houston Cougars. And remember, when we went off the air last week, Iowa State and Baylor, Iowa State was a tenth of a second from beating Baylor. A three-pointer yeah. went in right after the buzzer in Waco. Otherwise, Iowa State would really be in control, well, up with Houston yeah. 
So it, it's such a wild and wacky yeah. Big 12. Such a good good conference. Okay, we're going to take a break. More on the Super Bowl. We're at Dirty Martin's Place, uh, the iconic burger joint on the drag where you can watch basketball tonight. And this would be a great place to watch football tomorrow uh, with the Super Bowl and watch golf tomorrow as well from uh, the Waste Management. We'll be back from Dirty's right after this timeout on KLBJ. Hey, we're back on the End Zone Club live from Dirty Martin's. Ed Clements and Ben Clements and Scotty Sayers. Phone lines are always open, 512-836-0590. Our show brought to you by Howie, Breen, and Herman, attorneys at law, Covert and Bastrop, Plains Capital Bank, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Sue Patrick, 5222 Burnett Road, Delaware Subs, no bologna there, and two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow, and by Tito's Handmade Vodka. To the phone lines, let's visit with David. Hello, David. Welcome. You're on the End Zone Club on KLBJ. Go ahead, David. Uh Hi, guys. Uh, really enjoy your show. I've been with you since the get-go, and uh, y'all do a good job. Um, I don't often agree with Ben in his analysis, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with him uh, today on this game tomorrow. Um, I, I think that the uh, 49er defense has uh, not played up to their ability uh, for probably half the year. I'm not sure. I mean, I, we don't have TV, but I listen to these games on the radio on your sister station. And, Beautiful. We love uh, that. So, I mean, I learn a lot by listening to the radio and from you guys, too. But I think the 49er defense is going to rise to the occasion tomorrow. And I I wouldn't underestimate this coach for the 49ers either. I think he can match up with Andy Reid. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pick the 49ers to win this game tomorrow. But if I had $10, I, I would go ahead and bet. Okay, David, thank you for the call. We appreciate it, Ben. Uh, David agrees with you about the 49ers. The defense, you know, the defense can't be good, but, Ben, I just remember them against Detroit in the first half. When was the last time you heard a a favorite in the Super Bowl get less credit and less buzz than the 49ers have gotten ahead of the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58? Never. I I can't remember, but you're you're, Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, which I agree with. He's becoming one of the perennial don't-bet-against-him guys that we've ever seen between a – he's almost in the same uh, stratosphere as a Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, and Michael Phelps where you don't bet against him, but this 49ers team is different. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. They can defend the ball. They're the most balanced team in the NFL. Is this a situation, Ben, and you brought up Brady, and I remember a certain Super Bowl, Brady versus Eli Manning. And you don't put Eli Manning, God bless him, in the same breath with Brady. And lo and behold, Eli Manning hit David Tyree upside of the head, and they defeated mm-hmm. New England that day, busting their was going to be an unbeaten season. Yeah. So this, that could be comparable to this with, yeah. with Brock Purdy, I think. Every dog has his day. And this 49ers team, they're scrappy. They have the talent. And the 49ers, they're, I mean, the Chiefs are not – they're not the late 2000s, early 2010s Patriots. They are defeatable. This is the, I'll say it, the weakest team we've seen in the Mahomes era. It is a weak because they don't have Tyree Kill. They don't have Tyree Kill. They have Travis Kelsey, and their supporting cast has come alive the past five weeks. But all around, and I'll say it again, I'm becoming redundant. This 49ers team is better in almost every facet of the game. Besides, yes, I mentioned experience and coach and quarterback. Two of those things are not on the field. They can game plan. They can bring it to the table, but they're not on the field. The 49ers, they have such an amazing run game that the Chiefs are going to have to hit them match for match throwing the ball while the Chief, or the 49ers have 
they're a double-edged sword. David, our caller, Scotty, brought up Kyle Shanahan, the former Longhorn, whose father, Mike, was a Super Bowl winning coach for Denver. The last time we saw Kyle Shanahan uh, at a Super Bowl, as a, uh, he, he, he was an offensive coordinator for uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta yeah, Falcons. Falcons yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan tomorrow. Well, I do too, but, you know, he's had a good run as a 49ers head coach. I discount this thing saying Andy Reid's worth a lot of points or mm-hmm. worth a, oh, uh, I, is I a big difference. It's a, it's a big difference. Well, he may be a slightly better coach <laughs> with a better resume, yeah. but Shanahan's had a good run here with the 49ers. And remember, and, and, last year, if Brock Purdy doesn't go down, I think the 49ers would have beaten the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. Could be. I, yeah. I think yeah. that you know history could have been different if Brock Purdy doesn't go down last year. So this is a very experienced, very good, lethal 49ers team. Yeah, they weren't in the Super Bowl last year, but they were a, a healthy Brock Purdy away from being there. So this could have, should have been a rematch. Could be. Could be. You mentioned history, Ben. I want to uh, ask Ed about the first Super Bowl we were we're old enough to where we yeah. remember it. We were kids. Yes. And uh, what's your memory of the first Super Bowl? My biggest memory was the two two networks did the game. Yes. It was CBS and NBC both did the game. Yeah. You're looking at me funny, Ben, but that really happened because NBC had the American Football Conference mm-hmm. and CBS had uh, the old uh, National Football Congress uh, uh, conference and was on two different networks. And wow. I remember it was in the L.A. Coliseum. Yeah. Bud Shrake, our great friend, the late Bud Shrake, the Texas writer, they paid him to go cover the Super Bowl. They paid him. Tickets were $15 to the Super Bowl. Mm. It was not a sold out. <laughs> remember where it was, Ben? You remember where it was? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we tried to get tickets that day. We couldn't. Now, the L.A. Coliseum. Oh, yeah. was it really? The L.A. Yeah. Coliseum. Yeah. What, Kurt, Gowdy, Kurt Gowdy called it for NBC, and uh, Ray Scott and Frank Gifford were CBS, but... You know, the Super Bowl back then, I mean, the big game for us was the uh, the Cowboys losing in the championship game to Green to Bay. The Packers, yeah. And after that, we thought, well, the, the Packers are going to kill Kansas City, who beat Buffalo, by the way, same thing as this year in the championship game, AFC. I was out playing football with my friends in front of our house, and every once in a while we'd duck in and look <laughs> at the score. And it was only 14-10 to 10 at halftime. Yeah. Green Bay was only ahead, and everybody thought it was going to be a blowout. Ultimately, it was 35-10. to 10. One of the big stories, I remember that, was the Max McGee story. Max McGee was a backup wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Their top wide receiver was a guy named Boyd Dowler. Max McGee didn't play very much. He went out the night before, and guess where he went? To the Playboy Mansion. He went to the Playboy Mansion, Max McGee did, never, came, never slept. Got back to the hotel, they go to the stadium, and on like the third play, Boyd Dowler goes down, and they said, Max, find your helmet, and he's hung over like a big dog. He caught two touchdown passes. Well, he was the game. MVP, wasn't he? He was the MVP, yeah. Well, there you go. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to leave after this and leave it to you guys. Give us another one. Another one is there was one year when the national anthem was not sung at the Super Bowl. And the national anthem is one of the prop bets yeah. always. Oh, yeah, the how, time. How long is it yeah. going to be, Reba, this year, yeah. you know, singing? But there was one year they didn't sing the national anthem. It involves a Texan. Do you remember that, Ed? I ben? don't remember this. Uh, was this like the 60s when, they were, when they, were, they were going against the Vietnam War? Well, it was kind of a holdover from that. Uh, it was 1977. There had, you know, there had been some use of the national anthem in protests and Anyway, Vicki Carr, the Vicky singer Carr. from Texas, sang 
America the Beautiful. Really? And, and they did oh. not sing the national anthem. Well, That's it, the only year. And this year, Chris Stapleton, correct, is singing the national anthem? No, oh, Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Oh, Reba McIntyre. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Reba McIntyre. Who's us are going to bring at halftime? I, think I hear he, Alicia Keys. <laughs> he might be bringing Justin Bieber. Who knows? Uh, this is a down. What about Swifty? What about oh. Taylor Swift, who's in route right now? Oh, Justin we, Timberlake and uh, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson of the wardrobe. <laughs> that's that's like the earliest memory I have for the Super Bowl. Oh, I remember you we're, screaming. We're, yeah. I, but I wasn't at y'all's house. I was at my friend's house, and oh, it was you like, were oh, my house. gosh. <laughs> you were maybe, at our house. Maybe you have a false memory. Uh, maybe so. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, no, uh, Taylor Swift is in route. She completed her last concert in Tokyo about 12 hours ago. Isn't it funny how the Super Bowl has become, it's evolved, and, you know, gambling is such a a heavy component of of football now that there's a team in Vegas, and the Super Bowl has sort of become like the prop bet, you know, uh, holiday of, of, of America. Everybody likes the prop bets. Nobody, I had to explain what a prop bet was to my fiance, and she goes, oh, yeah, I hear people talk about that every Super Bowl. I saw the weirdest one I've ever seen. Uh, a guy put $100 down to win a million uh-huh. if Kansas City only scored two points. <laughs> two, they scored two points. That is, that's always another great bet is if you bet on a safety. Because it's that's yeah. always good juice. But this would be their only, the only score. points. Always score. I yeah, thought that that's low. Wild. 100 to win a million. That should be 100 to win 100 million. There's no <laughs> chance. Well... We'll have to talk some more prop bets uh, in the yeah. next segment because it really is its a fun thing because you don't have to bet on the winner. You just got to bet on a player or a the color Gatorade or the time of – it doesn't have to be the game. It, it doesn't can, have yeah. to be the game. Yeah. There's a bet on Usher wearing sunglasses yeah. at halftime. Of course, he can control the bet. Yeah. He could go make a bet and then – Cash you know. in, cash oh, yeah. like, we should. We need to find somebody. We need to <laughs> somebody find close touch. Okay, yeah. we got to take a break. We're at Dirty Martin's place. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. We welcome your predictions on the Super Bowl at five one two eight three six zero five nine. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements and Scotty Sayers back after the news on KLBJ. Hey, welcome back to the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio, live from Dirty Martin's place. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements in our show, proudly brought to you by on this Saturday evening. Howie Breen and Herman, attorneys at law. Coburn and Bastrop, Rocks and the Guys, will be uh, open tomorrow morning, Super Sunday at 11 a.m. Plains Capital Bank for all your banking needs. Call my buddy Paul Holubuck and the great staff at Plains Capital Bank. Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Doug Boney and crew doing it right. Brisket, sausage, and ribs and the best side dishes in town. How about that tonight or for tomorrow for the Super Bowl? Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road. Tito's Handmade Vodka. And by Delaware Subs, no baloney there. And with us now is our friend Jackie from Delaware Subs. Jackie, tomorrow uh, is two-for-one cheesesteak Sunday. Chicken cheesesteaks and beef cheesesteaks. Sadly, Jackie, your team, the Dallas Cowboys, are not going to be in the game. How are you doing, Jackie? Unfortunately. <laughs> well, what happened to the Cowboys, Jackie? What happened to the Cowboys? No, Tell I don't ben know. And I. They played good, a good season, and then when it came to playing against a, a team that mattered, we just didn't show up. And, you know, and then that's our loss. We just have to take that, and hopefully we can have a good season next year. The only solace is, and this is kind of bad to say, your boss, my great friend, Peter Dembski's Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles are not in the Super Bowl either. Yeah, they weren't soaring this whole season, so I am not too surprised about the Eagles not making it too far. Now, Jackie, tell everybody <laughs> what you're doing tomorrow at Delaware Subs 2-for-1 on NFL Sunday. 
Give us a rundown. We are definitely going to be tuned in for the Super Bowl. We have our two-for-one, buy one, get one free, with two combos for each sandwiches tomorrow. So it's a good deal. Don't miss out. Okay. Jackie, yeah. good luck. Have a great Sunday. Uh, you make the best cheesesteak in all of Austin. Ben and I love it. Uh, especially with the hot and sweet peppers and the mushrooms. You know, I, th- I think uh, I'm still owed a couple Sizemores I think from that is. last Cowboys-Eagles game. Yeah, Pete has been very quiet about that. Yeah. Very, very quiet. I need quiet. to come collect from Pete. you have a game by this weekend for your, for your sandwich. Hopefully we can catch you next weekend. Well, I think I may come tomorrow. I think because... I will, too. I'll have to, I'll have to wear my Cowboys jersey just to rub it in Pete's face. Hey, oh, Jackie. yeah, that's yeah. right. You do that. He would, he would love it. Thank you for being with us on the show, and have a great night and a great tomorrow, Thank Jackie. You, you too, Ed. Y'all All right. have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye now. That's our friend Jackie from Delaware Subs. No baloney there. Two-for-one cheesesteak special tomorrow. Um, okay, Pop. Let, let's just we, – we were talking a little bit before the break, but we are talking about prop bets, and it's a fun deal, the prop bets, which are, you know, miscellaneous bets. You're not betting on the spread or the money line or an over-under. You're betting on just specific plays and players. Let me give you an example. Jeff Ward and I have a bet. He bet me two bottles of wine to one. He says that Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes during the game will complete ten passes in a row. And I said no. That's 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 going to be pretty good juice. You like that? Juices, I mean, what is that, like plus well, he's 400? Getting, uh, it's, two, it's two to one. I'm just okay. two, two bottles. I don't think that's going to happen. Ten in a row by uh, one of them. Well, guys. you know, these guys get hot, especially Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That's a, they can get real hot. Um, I just want to give you a couple of, a couple of the, the, the props that I really like. Okay. Um, one of them being um, I love over three and a half field goals. Over three and a half field goals. I'm not so well. I, I I love the Kansas City kicker. Mm-hmm. I don't like the San Francisco kicker. I, I just like that because you figure in these games, you know, we talk about experience where 49ers have been there, but they haven't been there with this quarterback. And even the Chiefs, no matter who you are, if you're, you know, Roger Stallback or if you're, you know, uh, uh, Jared Goff, you're going to get nervous in the Super Bowl. Sure you are. And these, and that's everybody. And so you got to figure there's going to be some times where these teams make mistakes. And I'm going to, I'm banking on there's going to be some mistakes where they're going to have to take their poison to kick field goals. Luckily, Dan Campbell's not a coach in this game, oh, man. so there will be some field goal attempts tomorrow. You know, you say that, but I remember Andy Reid was it against Baltimore a game before that. He forego the three points and went off. I don't know. It, it won't be like Super Bowl's going to change. you got to get your points yeah, in the Super Bowl. You've got to get your points. Um, another one, that I, there's two more actually. One of them is also uh, Patrick Holmes under uh, half of uh, over half uh, uh, interceptions. I don't think he's going to throw a pick tomorrow night. I think he's wow. been there long enough. He's been there many times where he won't make the big mistake. The big mistake will come in a fumble, or it'll come from the 49ers. I don't. Th- I don't. Li- I don't want expect to see a, a pick tomorrow. What from- is the over under? Uh, it's a half. It's a half. So, so you know, it's a half. If he doesn't throw one, yeah, yeah, that is really something. Also, if you want to go for the long play here, the long ball is Travis Kelsey over one and a half touchdowns, which is pretty good juice. That's at plus uh, six fifty. To get two touchdowns tomorrow night, which he, really he did that. Did he do it last? He did it last uh, two last weeks game, ago. Two weeks ago, you know that could that's one that's a long shot that I really like. And there's some great prop bets out there just involving the total yards. Yeah, and Debo Samuel anytime touchdown. That one really kind of nicks at me because I love uh, Debo Samuel, fantastic player, dual threat. He can run, he can catch. I think a Debo Samuel anytime touchdown. There's too. one I like. 
George Kittle or yeah. Travis Kelsey who has more yards. And I'm going to tell you oh, right yeah. now, it's George, George Kittle. Kittle yeah. I think George Kittle will have more yards because it just appears to me Travis Kelsey catches a lot of balls like he did against Baltimore. But when George Kittle catches a pass, He's naked a lot of times. He's wide open. I I agree. George Kittle is a fantastic, maybe the best tight end in the country. And you got to think, Travis Kelsey is going to be covered more than a man on a hike, uh, you know, on Everest. Yeah. They're going to be all over him. Um, Did you just notice this? So two weeks ago um, against the the Ravens, Travis Kelsey, so we commented about this, how Travis Kelsey's, his, uh, his over under on receptions was way too low. It was like four and a half. Vegas thought he'd four and a half over under receptions, and his total yards was something stupid like 53 and a half uh, yards. This week, over under on his, uh, his reception yards is 73 and a half. 73 and a half. And receptions is something like seven and a half. Those think, things have skyrocketed. Well, I don't know if he's going to get seven and a half catches. I don't he know might. if he's going to get that many yards. He had 115 yards two weeks ago, but can that strike twice in two weeks in the Super Bowl? I don't know. They are a confident team. I think, you know, San Francisco, and this is the irony you talked about, San Francisco is the favorite, but Kansas City's getting all the talk. Kansas City's getting all the talk because of Mahomes and Andy Reid. But I I just, you made a a great point first hour, or the first part of the show. They have so many weapons. And if there's a cramp, and Charles Amenehu's out for Kansas City, the former Longhorn, if they can run yeah. the ball, watch out. If, I'm, I'm saying if San Francisco can run the ball. Yeah. Conversely, if Kansas City can run the ball. I have more confidence, though, in San Francisco's wide receivers yeah. than I do Kansas City's. Conversely, I have more, uber more confidence in the Kansas City quarterback, Pat Mahomes, well, than on Brock Purdy. Well, of course. It's, it's really it's a pick-your-poison kind of situation. If the Chiefs win, it will be off on the back of Mahomes. We all know that. If the 49ers win, there is a plethora of guys that could get that MVP. It could be Brock Purdy, maybe. It could be it could be McCaffrey. It could be Debo. Could be Kittle. It could be Kittle. It could be Brandon Ayuk. Mm-hmm. There's so many guys that can get the MVP offensively for the 49ers. But conversely for Kansas City, if Kansas City wins, I think there's going to be only one guy who will hey, get the MVP. Exactly, Dad. Exactly. Even though I do I do like uh, Travis Kelsey, Super Bowl MVP, uh, that's pretty good odds. But you got to figure, even if even if Kelsey has the stats to have the MVP, that means Mahomes did just as well, and they're going to give it to Mahomes because he's the darling of the NFL. I think they would, too. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. There's room for you, 512 Eight three six zero five ninety. Your thoughts on Super Sunday? We are a family split. I've got Kansas City to win and to cover, and Ben has San Francisco to win and cover. My big reasons are number one, Patrick Mahomes' experience. Number two, Andy Reid and his ability to win the big games. That's number one, and number two. That's number one, number two, and then the overall experience of Kansas City being in the Super Bowl so much. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree. I think everybody, that's one of the biggest uh, talking points this year or this week is it's hard to bet against the Chiefs. Everybody's sick of of getting burned by the Chiefs in these playoffs and over the years. You talk to all these gamblers, these career gamblers that have been burned by the Chiefs the past two years. You can't do anymore. How do you in Vegas, if you are a big gambler and you bet, you know, 
against uh, the Eagles last year, or you bet on the the Bills or the Dolphins or the Ravens this year. How do you, in good conscience, bet against the Chiefs? Because right. they're constantly proving you wrong. But again, these 49ers are different. They have more weapons. They have a better all-around team. They're more balanced. They have one of the best running backs we've seen in a decade. I don't know how the 49ers are going to lose this game besides experience. The only game that I picked the Kansas City Chiefs to win in their three playoff appearances was the game against Tua and Miami. Yeah, well, that was when, given. It was, when it was minus 5 or minus 10, yeah. and Tua went to Hollywood, uh, Honolulu High. Yeah. That was a given that Kansas City, but I picked against Kansas City. When they played Buffalo, yeah. because of our allegiance to our friend Mitch Morris and the Buffalo Bills, and by the way, you tried to call Mitch, but, you know. Yeah. We'll get him back on soon enough. It's but, We need time to but, digest. But I picked Buffalo to defeat Kansas City, and then I picked Baltimore yeah. to defeat As Kansas City. As most people did. They have yes. the, We saw the awards. They, they, had this, they had the MVP, Lamar Jackson. There's something about these Chiefs team. It's very reminiscent of the old Patriots. It's reminiscent of the Warriors in their heyday. It's reminiscent of the old Cowboys. Yeah. They are the making of a dynasty. If they win tomorrow, you can officially put them in the category of a dynasty. Oh, yeah. But the 49ers are trying to be the team that breaks it. They want to be the next great team. They have the tools. They have a young, great coach, Kyle Shanahan, former Longhorn. They want to be the disruptors tomorrow, and I think they can be. The Chiefs win, though. We are witnessing a new dynasty that might be around for a long time. Here we go, another year, another Super Bowl without the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, was back in, oh, I guess, were you born? You were one I year old? I was one in 95. I was, I was born in 94, so yeah, 95, one, yeah. One, one year old. And that is just horrendous, horrendous that the Dallas Cowboys, the team that I grew up with, is, has not been in the Super Bowl since 95. And it's also kind of ironic that the team that used to be in Dallas – uh, the Dallas Texans moved to Kansas City because Lamar Hunt did not want to compete and play second fiddle as an AFC team. Yeah. So Lamar Hunt moved his Dallas Texans and renamed the Kansas City Chiefs, and now they've won Super Bowl after Super Bowl. They were great in the early days with Hank Stram and Lenny Dawson, and now they're super with Patrick Mahomes. It's just it's hard to take today. Let me just bring this up. Emmett Smith, the legendary Cowboy lashed out at Jerry Jones. I saw that. He said, I'm sick of this. I am sick of this. You say that every year, and you don't do a thing. He didn't fire Mike McCarthy. It appears Dak will get his contract. They hire Mike Zimmer as a defensive coordinator. Ben, Mike Zimmer's my age. I know. How's Mike Zimmer going to relate to young guys? I know. Mike Zimmer is a nice guy. He's a nice guy. But it just seems Jerry Jones continues to make – misstep after misstep after misstep you know after brady and belichick departed from the patriots i thought it would be at least 10 years until we saw the making of a new dynasty we're witnessing right now uh in the chiefs i thought we'd see a lot of different teams going back and forth winning super bowls i thought we'd see some new guys coming in but almost did this year we almost did but these chiefs have they've emerged as the next great team um, after the break, real quick, I do want to mention something about those those Patriot teams and their former coach who we might not see in a job next year. Well, I, I want to discuss know. that when we come back we from the break. We didn't tell you this. I tell you this before the break. We have reached out to Bill Belichick to be an analyst here 
on the end zone club mm-hmm. next season here at Dirty Martin's Place. He has not responded as of yet. Well, I don't think we'll offer him the job like some teams. Oh, I already did offer oh, him you the did? job. Okay. Yeah, well, but he, he want better total, than some teams. He'd want total control. He'd be eating these corn fritters and fried pickles like the son of a gun, I think. And, by the way, Nick, uh, Nick Saban going to go on ESPN. You read about that I did week, see that, yeah. Which is, I guess it's, huh, I guess it's, it's okay. Eh, it's okay. We haven't seen much personality out of him, so. No, he's a nice guy, but he's eh. fine. Okay, we got to take a break. After this break, more of your phone calls about Super Bowl 58. I've seen them all. I'm proud to say I've seen all the Super Bowls. Uh, and when we return, I'll tell you my most exciting Super Bowl here on the End Zone Club with Ben on KLBJ. Back after this. Back on the End Zone Club. I'm at Clements along with Ben Clements broadcasting live from Dirty Martin's Place where it is packed tonight, Ben. A lot of people watching college basketball. Looks like a couple of birthday parties going on. And tomorrow it should be packed for Super Sunday. Your place to come. And if you love wings, i got great wings here. And I know uh, Will and Z and Valentine will be making a lot of great, great buffalo wings tomorrow. Uh, come and see him at Dirty Martin's Place. Our show proudly brought to you by Howard Breen and Herman, attorneys at law. Covert and Bastrop, Rocks and the guys open tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. Plains Capital Bank, Pokey Joe's Barbecue. If you don't have barbecue tomorrow night for your Super Bowl party, call Doug Money. Pokey Joe's Barbecue for your Super Bowl barbecue. Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road. Tito's, handmade vodka. And by Delaware Subs, no bologna there. Two-for-one cheesesteaks tomorrow, all day long at Delaware Subs. Now, Ben, I mentioned I was going to tell you my favorite Super Bowl wins. Uh, what was your favorite Super Bowl win? Um, <laughs> well, as a Cowboys supporter and a Bill supporter, uh, <laughs> Bills have never won a Super Bowl. I hate to break that. I know. Much. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm. I guess it, the the most fun one was the was was Brady's twenty eight to three comeback. Yeah, that was fun against Atlanta. I loved watching the the uh, the, the the Seahawks and the the final throw. Oh. Russell Wilson, that was hilarious. That was the to dumbest me, play more, in to Super me, Bowl history. To me, it's just more like what who has the more like crash and burn. Yeah, that's funny because as a Cowboys fan, I don't care. Well, I just, you know, I just want to maybe want to bet or like have something to laugh about. <laughs> See, that's a sad power to get about the Cowboys. You don't remember my favorite Super Bowls. I got two when the Cowboys finally won the Super Bowl. That was in 1972 in New Orleans. They mm-hmm. defeated Miami 24-3 the year before. They got beat on a last-second field goal mm-hmm. by the Baltimore Colts, 16-13. But my most enjoyable watching and the biggest upset was Super Bowl number 3, and that was way back in 1969 uh, when the New York Jets defeated the Baltimore Colts 16-7. to the Jets were 17-and-a-half-point underdogs. Joe Willie Namath, the quarterback of the Jets, poolside. Poolside yeah. on Wednesday guaranteed the win. And the Jets won. And on that game, and why I like the Jets so much, you had all these Longhorns on that team. Uh, the late Jim Hudson, mm-hmm. who was Joe Willie Namath's roommate. Jim Hudson was on that team. Former Longhorn Pete Lammons, former Longhorn George Sauer, and former Longhorn John Elliott. Oh, wow. So a big Longhorn contingent and that was the first AFC team to win a Super Bowl because Green Bay had won the first two. One more thing. They call it the Lombardi Trophy. If the Cowboys win in 1967 and they lose in the last second to Green Bay, they lose in the Ice Bowl 68, it'd be called the Landry Trophy, I'm guaranteed. Um, Okay, well speaking of fantastic coaches, before we get to our final predictions, 
uh, for the Super Bowl. I want to ask you uh, about this news that's come out about Bill Belichick, who it, it turns out, which a lot of people speculated, he would be the next Atlanta Falcons head coach. Turns out they never even offered him the gig, and it was not about him wanting complete control. They just went a separate way. Are we going to see Bill Belichick at the helm of the team next year, Pop? Ben, I don't know if it's going to be a good team because apparently Arthur Blanks, who's involved with the Moody School of Communications here, his grandson went to UT, they wanted a longer commitment than maybe two years. Yeah. They were in it for the long run when I think everybody thought Bill Belichick was just want to get those wins, those to, wins beat yeah. Don, to get Don Shula. I don't know if he'll ever be a head coach again, but the sad part is if he gets a job, it's not going to be with a good team because if somebody gets fired midseason, there's a reason they're going to have a losing yeah. team. And he might have to wait a few years to get that to get that record. But think about this. What if he doesn't get hired? Will he still be it the greatest be, coach of all time? It's hard not to say he's the best coach of all time. It'd be a sad ending to a fantastic career where he gets fired then can't get rehired. Yeah. It's looking like he's not going to be a head coach week one next year in the NFL. Oh, there's no way he's going to be head coach because all the jobs are filled. Yeah. And just about everybody went young. Harbaugh's over 50. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was a given because the Chargers, uh, Chargers need a quarterback coach, and yeah. they've got uh, the quarterback out there. Big difference between 50 and 70. Uh, 50 and – talking to me? Big difference between 50 and 70. Yeah, there is. But Raheem Morris is young. Yeah. The coach at Seattle, young. Yeah. They hired a bunch of young coaches. Dan yeah. Quinn, of course, got the job. He's not young, but he's not in his 70s. Yeah. As Pete Carroll is in his 70s. Pete Carroll doesn't have a job. And now Bill Belichick doesn't have a job. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's It'll be a shame if we don't see Bill Belichick leading a team next year. But regardless, he is the best coach of all time. He had the perennial team of the 2000s. Right now, he's yeah. an all-millennial team yeah. coach. Sure. Um, so I, I would have preferred to see him in Dallas next year, but who knows? Mike McCarthy's going to be on a he's, he'll be on a short leash. Oh my gosh! He'll be on a very short and leash. See, so that's that's the thing about Mike and McCarthy. Jerry Jones said it. He said it's not out of the question in the future. Why, if Jerry, if you felt like you could work with Bill Belichick, just do it. Why didn't you do it? Do it, you pansy. Just do it. Exactly. Why? Didn't you do it, Jerry? He Cowboys fans are like Longhorn fans or like OU fans. You want success now yeah. or you throw to the curve. Right, right. Well, talking about Longhorn fans, well, quickly I'll mention this. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian had a news conference this week, and it was an excellent news conference talking about next year. I'm, I'm fired, up, fired up about next yeah. year because of the portal. Isaiah Bond coming in from Alabama. They're making a t- spending a ton of money. On players, they've got a new general manager, player personnel director, recruiting Stop. director. What yeah. did you just say? They're spending a ton of money on players. Yeah. We're talking college? We're talking college. How about that? How about Sarkeesian that? Sarkeesian says the right things. Yes, he, he does. He recruits like a son of a gun. They have, I think I saw the, the sixth best ranked uh, 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 class class yeah. in the country. He's doing the right things, saying the right things. There's no reason why Texas fans should not expect a... 10-win season next year. Yeah, you're, I've been. I agree with you 100%. Let me talk about Alabama real quick before we make our predictions on the Super Bowl. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, the new head coach at Alabama. Players leaving it's, like it's, crazy. It's, leaving. It's the Saban effect. And now his offensive coordinator left. Yeah. And the guy behind the brilliance of Michael Pennick, he's gone to be the Seattle Seahawks offensive coordinator. He's got to go find an offensive coordinator. It could be... 
I don't want to say. They're back to the Stone Age. It could be disastrous for Alabama next year. I kind of wish Alabama was on the Longhorn schedule next year. All those, like, California kids that that decided to go to Alabama strictly for the football and the – the showbiz. For Saban. For Saban. For Saban are yeah. probably regretting it. I'm yeah. sure students are going to transfer right now. They're probably transferring in droves to University And of yet Texas. Vegas still has them as one of the favorites to win the national championship next year. Alabama's Go always, figure. Alabama's always going to be Alabama, but I see some landmines out there next year. Okay. You, know, you know who loves it the most? Georgia. Oh, Georgia Georgia is it. the Kirby. perennial team of the SEC. No question anymore. Kirby loves that the, the oh, chaos. Yeah. By the way, uh, Kansas is all over Baylor, 60-49. to 49 in Lawrence. Longhorns won earlier today, as did Houston and Tech. Okay, predictions for the Super Bowl. You want to go first to San Francisco favored by yeah. one and a half, over under 47. Let's make our picks on both Yeah, uh, I'm going to go 49ers 42, Chiefs 35. Wow. This is going to be a high-scoring game. One of the most high-scoring games, I think, in the history of the Super Bowl. I think the 49ers edge them out. I think Christian McCaffrey gets three touchdowns. He'll be the MVP. Brock Purdy is going to tell the naysayers to shove it. He is an elite quarterback, and Mahomes is going to be uh, hes—he'll be down in the dumps. My prediction, no, he won't. It's going to be Kansas City 31, San Francisco 28. Patrick Mahomes will be the MVP. Taylor Swift will be engaged by okay. uh, midnight tomorrow Another night. Another prop we, bet. we got to go. Uh, it's been fun. Thank you, Ben. Enjoy Super Sunday. Thanks to Mark and Jake and everybody here at Dirty Martins, and thanks uh, all the great folks back at the studio. Treasure this last day of football, folks. The this last is day. it.